None of us can say that our church doesn't do anything, can we? We can't say that not much happens at Hope Community Church. Like, there is so much going on that we have to look forward to in 2024. There's so much exciting stuff. And we want everyone here and everyone that's not here but part of our church to feel a part of it, to feel like they belong, to feel like they've got to be a part of it and to feel like they are a part of our church and have a role within that. We've got, let's just roll them off, just a few things. So we've got South Wigston happening, the planting of South Wigston. Um, We've got the mayors going out to Letterworth. We've got the building project happening this year. We've got the new look and feel of small groups happening. We've got new ministries developing with Men of Hope. And I'm sure that as the year goes on, more and more and more will unfold, won't it? So it's really exciting times. And we know from last week when Matt brought the word, we know that living like life as a community of believers, it's a biblical principle. Living life in community with other people that follow Jesus is important to God. But what does it mean to live in authentic community for us here at Hope Community Church? Now, on Friday night we had a ladies' night called Let's Talk Discipleship. And those of you that could attend, it was honestly such an amazing night. We had Matt, Maggie, and Michelle share some real knowledge and wisdom to us, practical advice, and so on. It was great. And honestly, if I could lift and drop that night to this morning, (laughs) then I would have just rolled the video because it was just so much wisdom, so so helpful. But when we think about authentic community, let's just strip it down a little bit. So when we look at the word authentic, the original word authentic is a Greek word, Latin Greek word, um, called authentikos, okay? And when we look at actually what it means, it means to be genuine, to be real, to be honest, and to be true, okay? And when we look at what the word community means, a community is a group of people having something in common like attitudes and mindset. So when we think about these two words together, authentic community, I think we'd all agree that here at Hope Community Church, we have a community of people. We have a community of people that all have the same attitude and mindset. We are called Hope Community Church after all. And within Hope Community Church, we've got so many other community groups that actually we've just been praying for. We've got the Hope Hub, we've got the Food Bank, we've got all different things happening during the week. Church here isn't just about church on a Sunday. There is a lot going on within Hope Community Church, within our community here. Our community here at Hope Community Church is a place where we've all chosen to be part of this local church. And sometimes it's a bit bizarre, it's a bit bonkers really. Like of all the places in the world that we could have ended up, we've all ended up in the heart of the pork pie, the place that Leicester City Football Club is, the place furthest from the sea, Leicestershire. We are here in Leicestershire, and of all the churches in Leicestershire, of all the places that we've chosen to be, we've all chosen to be a part of Hope Community Church. So whether you are from Wigston or a little bit further afield like me, I don't even live in Wigston, but I've chosen 
Our family have chosen to plant ourselves here at Hope Community Church. We've chosen to do life here at Hope Community Church. But the thing is, here at our church, within our community, it isn't just another community group. Hope Community Church isn't just another community group. And if you think about all the different community groups that happen around us, there is a lot of community groups that happen. There are so many things, and I'm not talking about church, I'm talking about other things, that you can be involved in. And that's brilliant. But fundamentally, the root of our community here at Hope Community Church is Jesus. Jesus is the root of who we are within our community here at Hope. We've all got the same mission and desire to pursue and follow Jesus, haven't we? And that's why I love that we are called Hope Community Church. Why are we called Hope Community Church? Because we believe in hope. We believe in the hope of Jesus And we want to encourage and spread the hope and love of Jesus within our church, here, but also within our wider communities, don't we? So we're a community, we're a community church who loves Jesus. But let's just take it a step deeper. And the question is, is do you feel part of an authentic community here at Hope Community Church? When you come to church, do you come feeling like you can be real, that you can be genuine, that you can be honest, when actually you've had a really rubbish week, when the kids have just tested you to your tether, when you feel like you're just struggling in your marriage, when things aren't going very well at work? Do you walk in here on a Sunday and put on the great pretender and everything's fine, yeah, I'm fine, how are you? And all of that. Or do you feel like you can actually, you've got people around you where you can be honest and tell them how you're feeling? Do you have someone or a group of people within our church community here, Jesus-believing people that love the Lord that you can be real with, that you can be authentic with, who will pray with you and who will keep pointing you towards Jesus. People that help and care for you, people that want to invest in you and your life and your family and everything that the Lord has for you. And also the challenge here, I think, is are there people here at Hope that can be like that with you too? Are you someone that invites people to be authentic with you too? Do you invite those opportunities? Because like Matt said last week, we become all God is calling us to be through each other. So actually getting plugged in, getting connected, really taking the time to get to know people and letting people get to know you with the absolute fundamental root of our friendships being Jesus enables us an opportunity to journey our life on earth whilst we're here in authentic community, where we know that life isn't easy. Everyone has their struggles. No one's life is perfect. Now, today's message is more practical, but I can't help 
bring a little bit of biblical into it as well because it really has been put on my heart and it's so interesting in terms of how Sue just led the prayer time just then because I want to just remind us about what the word says about the body of Christ, okay? So we as Jesus followers, we are all collectively the body of Christ. And within that, we're all individual members. God has created every single person in this room, every single one of you, completely uniquely. Every single one of us has got different backgrounds, different family situations, different relationships, different journeys that we're going through, different journeys that we've been through. Every single one of us has got different giftings. Every single one of us has got different strengths. Yet it says in the word that not one part is better than the other part. You know, as I got thinking about this, I was thinking as human beings, particularly in this society, we've got a tendency to put people on pedestals, haven't we? You know, you're flicking through social media. How many of us compare our lives to what we see on social media? We scroll and we think, oh, they've got such an amazing life. They've got like the perfect family. They've got the greatest job. Oh, look, they've got a really great car. We look at people's apparent situations. We look at the highlight reels. Yet behind all of that, everyone has a story. And that story isn't always exposed. Not many people usually know what's going on in the background, do they? We can make assumptions based on what we don't really know because we've not actually taken the time to do that. Paul said in 1 Corinthians 12, there are many parts of the body and they're all different. But God carefully placed each part of the body right where he wanted it. If we believe in what the word tells us, if we believe in what the Lord is telling us through his word, this means that every single one of us within the body of Christ is significant. Every single person here is significant and has a purpose and the Lord has a plan. And all the different but similar parts function together. There's one body, but many parts. And you know what the word says? It says not one part is more important on its own. We can't function on our own. Not one person is more important than the other person. And actually, it also says that the way that God designed our bodies is a model for understanding our lives together. So when we think about authentic community as a church, every part depends on every other part. The parts we mention and the parts we don't. The parts that are seen and the parts that are unseen. If someone suffers, we all suffer. If someone is rejoicing, we celebrate together in God's faithfulness and blessings, and we suffer with each other in the trials and the difficulties. We care for each other. But the thing is, individually, we can only do this when we are connected. When we are disconnected from the body, 
or when we're disconnected from other parts of the body, or we are disconnected from the body and the other parts of the body. How do we grow? How do we flourish and thrive in all that God is calling us to be? How do we strengthen and care for the other parts of the body if we're not connected? How do we get spiritually nourished? How do we spiritually nourish others if we're not connected? Similarly, how can we build authentic relationships within the body of Christ if we're not connected to the other parts? It just doesn't work, does it? It doesn't work. I'm not saying that everyone here in this church needs to be best mates. It's just not realistic, is it? Let's be honest. Look how many there are of us. We're not all going to be best mates. Yes, we should care for each other. Yes, we should pray for each other. And what I love about here is that we can do that because we've got people that have set up a WhatsApp prayer chain so that actually I might not know somebody particularly well, but I know that I can pray for them because they're choosing to send their prayer request and it's coming on. And between us all as a body of believers, we are choosing to collectively pray for that person, because we care for each other, because we want to pray for each other, because we want to look after each other. We're not all going to know absolutely the intricacies of each other's lives. But when I think about Jesus, he had influence over many, but his circle was small, wasn't it? So there's something to be said about being connected, being plugged into the local church, for having someone or a group of people in your life that are people that you can really open up to and that people can open up to you, that you are available to be able to do that. In Proverbs, Proverbs is the book of wisdom, isn't it? And I've, in in um, Verse 27, verse 9, it says, Oil and perfume make the heart glad, and the sweetness of a friend comes from his earnest counsel, his earnest advice. Earnest means sincere, his genuine. The Lord wants us to have that. I think about my own life and think, I mean, I, became, I came to know the Lord 11, 12 years ago, and over the years... The people within this church that have looked out for me, prayed for me, spent time with me, challenged me, that's not a bad thing, to have people that care for you and challenge you, that stretch you, that push you out of your comfort zone and see gifts and and things inside of you to say, you know what, I believe this is what the Lord... When you have that around you, when you choose to get plugged into the local church... I've seen the fruit of that and continue to do so. Like, the Lord is so gracious. There are so many amazing people in this church that have wonderful gifts, have such a caring spirit. It's awesome. So having people that care for you, teach you, challenge you, all the things that Matt was talking about last week that help you um, and point you towards Jesus... And Matt said, we call each other to be more of who Jesus has called us to be. I love that. I love that. 
And so I thought, as part of this, so practical application now, I thought it would be fun to actually hear from some people in this church. Okay? And I'm just going to do three very mini interviews, or not here, let's not call them interviews, conversations. Um, we're going to have three conversations with three very different people, different situations and stuff in our church. And I just want, I think that this will actually really encourage you and perhaps get you to think about where you are at on this whole journey as well. So I'm going to invite Heather, Luke and Paul up, if that's okay. You are in the service, aren't you? Yeah. Good. <laughs> okay. Who's first? Luke. There we go. Hello. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Luke. How are you doing? Uh, depends what you're going to ask me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, Luke, um, now the reason why, because we're thinking about authentic community, I just wanted to invite you up, really, Luke, because you're quite, you and your family are quite new-ish I suppose you became members back end of last year yes yes <laughs> when was it when was it uh, when was probably November. November yeah maybe November maybe, yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so I just thought what a great example of somebody coming in new because I think that there are a few new faces here at Hope Community Church and actually it can be a bit daunting you you know you want to get connected but you don't know how to get connected so I just thought Luke you could perhaps give us some of your insight into how it's felt and how you've done that so tell us when you first came here what did you do to kind of get connected with people and start to build relationships uh i think uh when we first started coming in i think you just find the faces that smile at you and you're like oh you look a bit friendly and start talking to them and uh the people want to come talk to you and i think the thing that i feel like we feel a lot about this church is a reminder of Luke 15 and the prodigal son and the father in it. Uh, not that we're the younger son and using our money in those kind of ways, uh -uh. but just like you guys are like the father that it doesn't matter where we've been or where we've come from, but how have we come? You're just happy that we're here. And that, that kind of quite an overwhelming feeling, which has been, has been really nice and welcoming mm -hmm. and like people come and say hello. And it's, and it's not like people want to, uh, take up all your time talking to you for ages for the whole service. It's like, okay, well, I don't really know you. Are you like, are you a bit weirdo or not weirdo? Like, what's kind of going on here? But it's like everyone just dips in, says hello, you're all right, good to you here, and it moves on. And it's like, oh, it feels it feels like a normal, welcoming kind of place to be. Mm -hmm. And so that's been really nice. And then when not long after we started coming, so it was about uh, just over a year ago, I think, probably ish, maybe mm -hmm. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but we had the small groups, and so we started going along to the small groups. And so uh, we've got kids; you can't always do the same kind of thing. So Abby chose first, and the last one left was Fuel and, Fit Fuel and Fitness, led by you and James, pointing us through our paces there. So uh, although I would have chose it if I did have the option, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, we got involved in that, and I think after that, we went to the welcome lunch. And I think when you go to places, it's always good when there's uh, when there's good quality food, and so that. That was the case, and I'm sure that will be the case again uh, next weekend. Uh, I just got fully stuck in, and I think we're thinking about actually if we if we just did what we uh, probably a deeper question, and uh, but like if we thought actually what can what can we offer, what can we do, what can we like, who are we in this kind of church? And it's like less thinking about that, but more thinking about actually how can God use us 
in this new place and be like, actually, we've all got gifts and talents and abilities and they ain't going to be the same as anybody else's. And it's like forgetting about what you can do, but like thinking about what can God do through you and just getting stuck in with that. Because like, if you don't do that, you're kind of wasting God's abilities and gifts in you, ain't you really? So it's like just getting stuck in. I think that's the main thing. Like we've just done loads of different things. Went to that farm day. I don't know why I went to the farm day. It's like a church away day, but it's a nice big place. Got on a tractor. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I'm sure there's other things on that day as well, but I just remember the tractor. Uh, got stuck involved as well. Like, I started helping on a Thursday night youth group and uh, uh, done, just done loads of things. And like you said earlier, that hope just does loads of stuff. And we just thought, you know, why not go two feet in, jump in the dive end, uh, deep end. Can't swim very well, but you guys can help us. <laughs> keep afloat that's brilliant Luke thank you thank you thank you Luke so talking to those that are quite new now um how would you sort of encourage them what would you suggest any hints tips advice that you want to share yeah uh I think just do it like it's just I think I know people come with different worries or anxieties and like confidence levels and things like that but I think this church is just so lay back and chill and be like you know you if you want to get involved get involved if you don't want to get involved then it's just happy that you're here and it's no pressure like just go in once don't come back like well it'd be nice if you did come back (laughs) might have a level of welcome uh, yeah welcome might get judged if people just come once but then never again but i think just just get involved it's like what's the worst that can happen relatively what's the worst (laughs) What's the worst thing happen? Just go, get involved. Everyone's nice and friendly. People want to be your friend and get to know you. And if you don't want to do that, that's fine. They'll just have a little hello and that's about it. But, you know, just do it because you don't really know what gifts God has given you until you get stuck in. So to be fair, like I think actually when I was younger, I can't do anything. There's nothing I, I had nothing I could do really. I was too shy and scared and like I got nothing about me. But when I start going to church, you're like, actually... God has got loads of gifts and abilities for me. Uh, and so it's like, just get stuck in because that's, uh, I think that's the important thing to do. That's brilliant. Thank you, Luke. Thank you. Pass over to Heather. Thank you. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Thank you, Luke. Okay, over to Heather. Next one's up. I know. Right, firstly, me and Gasky were sitting there saying, I think we might as well just go and sit back down because Luke's literally said it all. I so, know. Well done, so Luke. good. Thank you, Luke. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so Heather, now, Luke's new-ish. Mm-hmm. Heather is not so new. Heather, how long have you been part oh. of Hope Community Church? Um, for about 29 years. So there you go. Yeah, a long time. Long time. I came as a little girl. No, I wasn't. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Heather, you have been here a long time, and I'm sure, you know, in however many, 29 years, you said, there's been joys, but there's also been difficult times, yeah. difficult situations. And I think my question to you is, how easy has it, in the, in the difficult times, how easy has it been for you to be authentic, you know, thinking about the people around you here and how that's helped you. It'd be yeah. really good to know that. Um, well, I was thinking, I was actually, it's made, it was made me thinking, I was sitting there and I was thinking, I thought, wow, I've literally, I feel like I can hopefully relate to quite a lot of people because I feel like I, I started at the church as a couple. I was then part of a family. I was then a single parent here. And 
another story that will be for a later time, back as a couple with grown up children. So um, I feel like hopefully, you know, I can share with everyone. But I think um, especially during the times of coming as a single parent, um, it, it is don't think people are judging you because I did. And it, that was a lie from the enemy, complete lie from the enemy. Um, you know, I would I would come into church and I would try and hide it mm-hmm. initially, and I would try and put on a face and everything like that. And do you know what? I'm just going to say something because the man's looking at me over there, and he won't even know this. But I can remember coming into church one day, and we were singing Cornerstone, and I was like, I don't want to be that woman that's sitting on the road crying. I don't want to be that woman sitting on the road crying. And I just couldn't help it, and I was sobbing. And as I looked up, Kevin Yates looked over at me and just gave me the most compassionate smile ever. And I knew I was part of a family. You know when you think, I know I'm part of a family that loves me and wants the best for me. And, you know, so, and I think from that, I was able to be a bit more open and share mm. with people. So I would just encourage you, you know, don't worry about being that crying man or that crying woman or whatever, because people actually, they want the best for you. You know, I can honestly say every single member of this church wants the best for you. So no matter what you're going through, you know, be honest. Mm. Um, I can't believe how much I went from being down in the depths to being lifted up just from sharing with other people. Um, you know, I had some amazing women. Lynn Edwards was amazing that even on my days of putting a face on, seemed to know um, when I needed a chat um, and would pull me out. And, um, you know, we genuinely care. I think, you know, we're so blessed in this church to be part of a church that genuinely cares and genuinely wants you to be real. You know, don't put on a face. Don't come and say yeah I'm fine you know and yeah I mean I know there is many men and women here that would be happily pulled out and you know just chat with you so Mm -hmm. just be real be as real as you can be it might take time for me it took a bit of time it might take time so don't beat yourself up it might take time but just just be real and honestly there is genuine people in here that care so please find them Brilliant, thank you. Yeah. And um, just final question, I guess, and, and obviously that's in the difficult times, and then obviously there's also in the 29 years, you've had so much joy as well. There's been so yeah. much good stuff in terms of celebrating as a community yeah. with you and for you. How has that made you feel like in terms of thinking about church community life? And Yeah, I mean, I think, like you say, I mean, it's really good to share in the, the blessings of church life as well. And and just even like um, through like when my son Jack and Sharon got married, I mean, they didn't have any money. You know, we didn't have any money either, really. So, you know, the church provided so much stuff, you know, we and it was a real, I think, outpouring and outward showing of family of you know when you become part of hope church you become part of a bigger thing you become part of a bigger family and so you know that was such a witness to my family of you know how how people at church are so loving and so supportive of one another so yeah you know so share the good times as well with with people and you know it's as part of a family brilliant thank you heather yeah great thank you Last but definitely not least, Paul Gusky. Um, So, Paul, thank you for sharing this morning as well. So I suppose I wanted to talk to you. Tell everyone, how long have you been? I was guessing at four or five years. 
Yeah, so Sue so and I came in 2019, just prior to the pandemic. We weren't responsible for that, by the way, but uh, we came in 2019. Yeah, and I think I really wanted to, to just invite you up, Paul, because you have such a outward passion to see people free and just to be their authentic selves to the point where you've created this new ministry within church, um, an expansion, I suppose, of men's ministry called Men of Hope. And so allowing, you know, inviting men to be their authentic selves within this group. I know that you've shared it a little bit of church night, people that perhaps haven't heard. Can you just share a bit more about what this is and why you've started it? Yeah, basically, it's after 10 years or so working in men's ministry, there, there is an epidemic of loneliness amongst men out there. And, uh, and the, the offset of that, there's, there's all sorts of stuff that blokes get involved in. And what, I'm, what we are trying to do, because it's not my group, what we are trying to do is, is to make some mates, basically. Mm-hmm. We are unashamedly in the business of introducing men to Jesus. That's, that's what we're about. Um, but there's a process in that, and the idea is for us to make some mates and build on what this church is already doing through Leslie and Marilyn and and lots of other people, to build on that, not replace it, to Mm. build on it. And I'm sure Marilyn and Leslie would agree that a lot of the girls and families that they come across in their day-to-day work through the church, a lot of the young girls are in a mess because of the fellas. Mm -hmm. And and we're going to get to those fellas Mm -hmm. and we're going to make some mates. Mm Yeah, that's brilliant. And it's giving men an opportunity to come and, like you say, be friends. And I think, you know, thinking about all the things that Hope here that we have that maybe people have been to, not everybody has, but there's a lot going on for women, for men, for children, for youth, which are a huge part of our community as well. What would you say to people, perhaps? I know that this is so passionate for you, um, Paul, to see people having that opportunity to open up and talk and share and and be honest about how they're feeling what would you say to people that are in that place where actually I'm sitting here like I really want to open up but I just struggle with that yeah and take it from me I struggle as well and and there's all sorts of issues um one day I will be perfect but I'm not at the moment but I know there are guys even here now who will be saying I can't share that because that's awful I tell you now, I bet I've done worse. I bet I have. And, and there's no condemnation, there's no judgment, and that's what we're trying to build. Mm. There's no judgment. We're all in this together, and none of us are immune to what life throws at us. None of us are. Mm. And in my experience, you can't challenge these things and face them on your own, mm. but collectively you can. Mm. And with Jesus, you've got it smashed. <laughs> yeah. That's great. Thank you, Paul. That's perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you. Yeah, so oh, it's so refreshing. It's so nice to hear from people in our own community and just sharing some of the stuff that they've experienced and some encouragement for everybody, I think, isn't it? Um, so just, I guess, just to wrap it all up, you know, living life in community, living life in authentic community, choosing, connect- choosing to get connected, choosing to get plugged in, being connected into church enables you to build and develop purposeful friendships with the root of your relationships being Jesus. That's the difference. That is the difference, Jesus. 
Being connected gives you the opportunity to thrive and flourish in all that Jesus has called you to be and to do. Remember what we said about all of us being an important member of the body. Not one person is more important than the other. Everyone is significant. Everyone has a purpose. And we want to help others thrive and flourish in all that they are called to be and do as well. Being connected gives you the opportunity to be encouraged and supported on your journey on this earth. We've talked about where we struggle, where there are difficult times, where there are joys and difficulties, trials, hardships, but also things to celebrate as well. And we want to do that together. But as well, we can speak truth into other people. People can speak truth into you. We can challenge in love. People can challenge us in love. That's good. And point people and have people point you towards Jesus. We're all important parts of the body of Christ. Honestly, like to feel known and loved by Jesus is the point here. But we all do that together. Having that sense of belonging here at Hope Community Church is so important. So I just want to pray. Um, and as I pray, I think what would be good is for you to just, just close your eyes. Let's just spend a little bit of time of G- with Jesus as we just close and just pray. And I just invite that the Holy Spirit now would come and speak to us individually we're all at different part, you know, we're all on this journey together, but we're all at different stages. The Lord is talking to each and every one of you individually right now. And I pray that your hearts and your minds would be open to what he wants to talk to you about. That anything, anything that he has dropped into your mind, that he is igniting in you, as, as we've been talking, as Luke, Paul and Heather have been talking, that's just ignited something in you. I pray now, I'm praying that, Lord, you would just allow every single person here now to just press into that, to press into that. If you are new, how are you going to get connected? What can you do? What's that next step to start getting to know people and allowing people to get to know you? Don't just be somebody that... um, comes and goes, become a part of the church community. If I think about people that perhaps have been here a long time or for a bit longer that aren't necessarily new, but maybe you've just become a bit stagnant, a bit kind of you're just going with the flow, you're just plodding along, and perhaps the Lord is calling you into something new, something different, He wants to see you thrive and flourish in all that you have called, all that you've been called into. He wants you to know that you are known and loved by him. Perhaps you're somebody here today that's just lost the confidence to step into the new. It can be scary and fear 
can take an easy hold of us. But the Lord wants to just push that away and see you take that next step. See your confidence grow. Sometimes we get the fear of the what ifs. What if I'm no good at this? Sometimes things like busyness. We were talking about this on Friday. Busyness can stop us from doing stuff. Allow this time now for the Lord to just clear your mind and just have this moment now where he just talks to you about what it is for you. Who can you help? Who is there in this church? Who are you thinking about right now that maybe you could go and reach out to as well? It's not just one-sided. It's about thinking the other way as well. Who else can we help? So many young people in our church to reach out to as well, to help them within this difficult stage of teenage, teenagehood. Are you connected in? Are you available for people to connect in with you, to be real with you? Do you invite those opportunities? So, Lord, I just thank you for this time of reflection. I thank you, Lord, that you are just speaking to us right now. And I really pray that Jesus, I thank you for the power of the Holy Spirit. I thank you that, Lord, you love to talk to us. You love these moments of quiet. And I pray that all of us would take the opportunity this week to just have those moments of quiet with you, to hear your voice, to know the truth about who you say we are and what you're, what you're calling us into as well. Um, but right now, Lord, I just pray for every single person, whatever you are talking to them about, that as we walk out the building today, it wouldn't just be a, you know, in one ear and out the other, that actually, Lord, that this would be sown deep into everybody and that we would have a call to action as well, Lord. What is your call to action? Something that we prayed about this morning, I can't remember who said it, but it's not a religion. This is all about relationships. I thank you, Jesus, that you just want relationship with us. That you love to talk to us and you love us to talk to you. Help us to hear your voice now. And be obedient to what you're ever talking to us about, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So, I don't know if the worship band want to just come and... Thank you. <laughs> and if anybody does want to chat about anything or pray about anything, then I would love to pray and chat with you. If everybody, anybody new is here that, you know, perhaps wants to get to know people or anything like that then I'm just going to hover at the back I think some of the leadership team and maybe Luke Heather and Paul could as well you know if you do just want to have that conversation please please feel free to do that we'd love that thank you